0: Hey everybody, I am so excited, so excited to have this next guest on today. She is someone who I met my first year of teaching, Uh, yeah, from after graduating, and just such an incredible human. So I'm gonna go ahead and let her introduce herself. Um, So go ahead and tell us your name, where you are currently located in the world, and your age.
1: Yeah, so my name is Shemitah Sarish. Uh People love to call me Sushi. Uh, I am 23 years old and I'm located in the Dallas-Fort Worth area right now.
0: I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense why you're not going to be here for recording. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, good to know. And now letting people in on kind of your energy. What is something that you do, an activity that you like to do that makes you happy, that brings you joy?
1: Yeah, actually that activity is teaching kids piano. Like I absolutely love it. I, (laughs) I do it on the side. It's so fun. I teach. I mean, it's, it's funny because my students range from six-year-olds to 40-year-olds. So I teach some adults and I teach some kids. And it is so fun because I feel like teaching adults is awesome. And it's like, like I'm learning guitar right now. So I know what it's like to learn something as an adult. And it's definitely hard because you don't have like the the same like cognitive things that you do as a six-year-old so um but I love it I I seriously love teaching the six-year-old specifically because they are just like so in awe of the piano the other the other day one of my students was like uh looking at the piano and he's like wait are you saying like all of the notes repeat across the piano and I was like yeah I am he's like so you're saying I'll be able to play every key on the piano and I was like yeah and he goes wow And I was like, are you a Pixar character? I love you. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. So I I I just love it.
0: It just brings me so much joy. I didn't know that you, I mean, I knew that you played piano because, I mean, you're a phenomenal musician, but (laughs) I mean, mean, I'm going to link everybody, all of your music things. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You don't even (laughs) have to send them to me. Do you teach virtually right now or are you teaching in person?
1: Yeah, only virtual. Um... Yeah, it's been crazy, but we got a good setup now, so we're we're getting there.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. And so moving forward into a ran- another random question: What is your favorite food? Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: You know, I'm a. Oh gosh, I don't. I don't know because I'm. I'm really big on Italian food, um, but hmm. like I also eat Indian food every day. So, I think my. I'm gonna give two. My my favorite Italian food is um, this uh, lemon pasta I make. So it's a creamy lemon chili pepper pasta. it's Mm. a lot. It's a lot of (laughs) flavor, but it's awesome. Um, And then I, or jalapeno mac and cheese, baked jalapeno mac and cheese. That's it. Sorry. I throw lemon pasta out the door. Um, And then I also really love um, dosa, which is like a South Indian food that like we just eat. So there's like an onion. uh, It's like a crepe kind of consistency but it's really crispy and you get with different chutneys so like tomato chutney coconut chutney um and then a bunch of other stuff so it's like such a classic such a staple but i I love it so much
0: (laughs) so now everyone knows who you are what you love, and what you like to eat. That's all we need to know. Now, diving into the kind of deeper stuff, what is something, because we're talking about success all of this month, and I want to know right now in your life at 22 years old, you just turned 23, I lied to you. Oh my gosh, you just turned 23. That's so (laughs) exciting. Um, What are, what do you feel you are the most successful in?
1: It's a really good question. I think right now, as a 23 year old, I'm I feel like I'm really successful in accepting change. And that's like a weird thing to say because it's not like a particular skill set in a way, but like I'm like constant. And I think quarantine really helped me with this, but I'm constantly looking for ways to like admit to myself, like my flaws or something that I'm struggling with and accepting that that needs to change. Like it's accepting change in a way that it's a slow burn. Right, So I think that that was something that I really struggled with before and I've actually become really successful in in the last year because I think I, I thought that everything was like going to change overnight in my like, you know, 2021 phase. And now I'm realizing mental health is a big work in progress and things like that. Like being able to ad- admit to myself, like, hey, this is going to take some time, even if I don't take action right away, because I mean, we all procrastinate in specific things like, but I know that those things are going to like, you know, build up to something good. So I, I'm... Try. I've been really successful in making change in my own life, whether that be like a really slow burn or, you know, right away, like a fast thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love the idea to like, something that I live my life by is accepting everything that comes your way as if you chose it, like, yeah. you know, and just, and just shifting with it. And like, things are going to yeah. be changing, right? The only constant thing is change is what that quote right. is. And that's a huge thing. No one has said that. No one, a lot of a lot of us struggle with, with change and we like what we like. We get comfortable. We don't grow right in that comfort. Yeah. So that's cool. And you're at right at the peak of everything is just about to change and grow and be so beautiful for you. Congratulations Congratulations. on that. That's huge. So celebrate yourself there. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. So kind of in this definition, I love that you went to a place of like kind of mentally, right. Kind of mentally kind of spirit we can kind of say spiritually in a sense, like, no, just like mentally and like life placement at 23. I like that you went there because a lot of people tend to go, they're like, oh, well, this just happened in my career. And like, I am successful here. And that's great, that's awesome. But at the end of the day, we do want to have this understanding about ourselves, Mm -hmm. right, and like what success is for our well-being, our actual life. Um, And then we get to branch out into the different categories. So we're going to do that now. We're going to redefine success in different categories for you at 23. I love this idea of comparing what these different categories are for every single person. So we're going to start with romantic relationships. What is a successful romantic relationship look like for you? You know, I think that...
1: I don't have as much experience in the romance area but I think that I I have a really good surrounding of romantic relationships around me so my sister and her husband's relationship and my mom and my dad's relationship that really influences how I perceive love and they are two very very strong couples so what I see success in a romantic relationship is is you know a real give and take to each other and it doesn't mean like somebody has to sacrifice this big thing for the other person but it is like that equal partnership and i Mm -hmm. i swear i have never seen that in like so so well portrayed but rather than these two couples especially like you know my sister and her husband like they're the true example of give and take and it's just incredibly inspiring so i think that equalness and you know obviously that kind of unconditional love in that
0: way like that's that's what really looks like success to me. That's beautiful. It's And so many people don't have a very solid model of what a successful relationship looks like. Like I grew up absolutely having zero, zero relationships in my life that looked like success. So it's, it's really awesome to know that there are people that have that model for them. And that, you know, we are able to, I, my, I have two best friends that their parents are like that. And I, I see that and I'm like, yes. Yeah. That's where we're headed. So that's really cool that you have that clarity. Okay, moving into another area of life. Let's go into your, let's go to your work. Um, You can kind of tell us a little bit about what work
1: looks like for you. Yeah, I mean, so I my main career right now is a marketing coordinator. And I think what success really looks at like for me in that sense is, you know, being able to spread awareness and really understand a customer journey um, throughout, you know, the way that I try to market things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is language and a lot of that is channels, but it's also understanding that we need to be generally, generationally, like, you know, right. And, and linked, you know, so I think a big part of, you know, marketing is, you know, inclusion and Mm -hmm. being understandable. And that's something I've been really focusing on, not in just in my job, but like, as a whole, you know, I, I also, you know, pursue music on the side. And a big part of that is being on social media. And I have really seen like there are simple things that I can do in marketing that will make things accessible to so many people. The simple thing of just adding captions to a video and the simple thing of telling them what song is playing. Like you, it, I hate that I had such a like, narrow view of what accessibility really was. And I'm learning and learning so much in order to include so many people in the messaging that I'm conveying to so many others. Um, so that's a big part of what I think
0: success in marketing looks like. That's so wonderful. I haven't had anyone in marketing on the podcast yet. So it's it's cool to have that perspective. So can you tell me too a little bit about your, like music what is what is success in music for you
1: yeah I mean at first I really just didn't know if this was it for me and that was a big point of contention for me because it's something I've loved my entire life I felt like I came out of the womb singing sometimes but um it was one of those things that I was definitely losing faith in for a bit but then I found that success and I I think that you've seen me in group settings I think that success is being with as many people as I I want to when I make music. So I just released an EP and basically had like a team of 10 people all in different areas, um, play on it, sing on it, write for it and all this kind of stuff. Um, People from high school, Steven Junta's on it, Avery Erickson-Russo's on it. Um, You know, it was, uh, Ben Harris wrote on it. It was just like such a great thing that really showed me like success isn't just like making your own music and putting your own name to it. Success is making it like, your own thing with the people who have shaped you in your life so everyone that's on that album yeah yeah the everyone that's on that album like the album's name is love letters um but i also said that this is a love letter to every person that has made me into the musician that i am today whether that's like high school people college people people from you know new york when i was living there and things like that so like and, and you know, growing up, I was in Indian classical music. like all of that has shaped who I am today and the music that I make today. And success is really knowing that conglomeration and making that into a collaboration to me.
0: That's also super beautiful because a lot of times we, people who are in the arts, we tend to go to the, the dictionary definition, which is literally attributed to status, wealth, money, like the definition of success. It's all in there. And a lot of the times the arts, that's what people can feel that that is what deems them successful or not. So this idea of collaboration community is, is what it was, is what art is all about bringing people together and, and, and getting you closer to understanding yourself, which involves all these people that shaped you. That's incredible. Do you feel that with that definition, do you feel successful within your music? on the daily.
1: Yeah, I mean, whenever someone brings it up, I'm just like, well, you should hear this person on the album. And it's like, yes, this was a big part of me that I kind of gave up and it was like eight months of my life, but it was more like, like there were moments where somebody was like, are you sure you want me on this? Like, are you sure? And I was like, this will not be complete without this person, right? So this has really defined like i think that i've always really thrived in group situations when it comes to music and now it's really defined the fact that like i don't have to be alone in this no and it it sometimes feels like that you know like starting a solo career and all that stuff but it's never solo and we have to understand that there's so many people that comes into that that kind of thing so the way that i look at i'm very proud of my success in music i think that would definitely be one of those things where I feel like I'm constantly composing with other people or, you know, involving people in my next project. And I just find I'm always looking for opportunities to showcase another voice or another lyricist or another guitarist and things like that. I just think that that's where I'm just so satisfied with my success there.
0: I'm so excited to keep hearing your music because with that, yeah, just with that kind of energy backing it, it's going to go far always. It always does. So, oh, and speaking of community, more community, more tight knit. Let's talk about family. What do you deem as a family that is like a successful family? For me,
1: it's like having direct communication with the people that you love. I think that a lot of the time that we're like, oh my God, we love each other so much. So I can't say this to this person or something like that. Being a family is being completely honest with each other. And we're the only people that can really say that without a filter, without any repercussions because it's that unconditional love, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like it's honesty, it's like, you know, being magnanimous towards each other, you know, that kind of generosity, again, a give and take that I feel like you also should find in um, the family, you know, like it shouldn't always be one person is giving up so much of their life. Like it doesn't need to be physical or anything. It needs, it's just that kind of gratitude towards each other. Um, And then also just that unconditional support, you know, I feel like we're going to go through so many different things in our life and as long as we're honest and supportive and, you know, just truly loving each other, that is what I see as a successful family.
0: Everyone has at one point said, whether it's a five-year-old being like, I just, I I wish my mom told me this, you know, kind of just that craving of that honest, direct communication.
1: Yeah, and I will say like, it's hard, like to to that five-year-old, I just started really being honest with, you know, my family and things like that, like, even just about my mental health. And it has created such a beautiful living environment for us because I just, I'm, I was so nervous coming back home. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I've been away from home for four years and my family doesn't really know who I am right now, you know, and to be able to just like sit down and explain and be honest, like they are, we're just on such a good wavelength. And like, we're able to like, you know, draw boundaries on things and make sure that like, we're just comfortable at home, you know? Yeah. So like, I just, I genuinely have never been in a better place with my parents specifically, um, just because
0: we opened that line of communication and I'm really glad that I did. It's like, it's the intention behind what you're saying and wanting this idea of this kind of success exactly, yeah. to lead you. Wow. Cool. Okay. So last question is what, um, Actually, we kind of touched on that. So I'll ask you the official last question. It's just like when I say, let's do that one more time, everyone. No, that's not true. (laughs) We're gonna do it about five more times. (laughs) So, okay. So do you, in this day and age, do you celebrate your successes every single day? I should.
1: (laughs) That's the the time-honored answer. I really, really should. It's hard, right? Um, especially in like social isolation and things like that. There's only so much that you do. But I'm—I was so grateful to reconnect with my high school friends um, over quarantine, and we used to do these weekly Zoom calls. And at the end of every Zoom call, everyone—I'm would uh, going to censor myself. We'd do a freaking hooray, and everyone would tell everybody like, "This is something that we should." like, you know, celebrate. And so we'd all go freaking hooray. And, you know, like, and at the end of the call, and it was just like such a good reminder for us to be proud of ourselves and Mm -hmm. how far we've come because this year has stinted a lot of people's growth in their mind, but actually it's just opened so many other avenues for us. And I've seen my, my friends grow in such beautiful ways. And so when I tell them, Hey, you should celebrate your successes. I got to take my own advice and do the same for myself so I have been like really working on that like journaling every day and being like three things I'm proud of myself of today because that kind of self-love is so important
0: so important and that's what I've been telling everybody like and it's funny because all of my ages like 10 and under when I ask them that question they're like yeah (laughs) they're like yeah I'm proud of myself every single day of course and then (laughs) As we get older, you know, we start focusing on the other aspects of, of and it, you know, a lot of it comes from us wanting to grow and us wanting to be better, but we can't be better unless we recognize what we're already great at, you know, and it really is important to do it daily, to do yeah. it consistently because then it's just like, you kind of feel like you never actually will fail. In a yeah. sense. Okay, so let's do it now. This is what we're ending all my all my interviews with. What are you proud of today? What can we celebrate today?
1: Um, I am proud of the fact that I've really gotten my bearings at work and um, I'm, you know, taking that time to really speak up for myself and tell people that this is what I can handle. And the, it's a hard thing to say no. And I finally like, am really getting good at it to really know like, this is my boundary. And this is where I stop, you know, mm-hmm. and so that's a, it's, it's been a difficult thing for me in the past. So I'm really proud of myself for doing that today.
0: Yes, I'm celebrating you boundaries are super hard at every <laughs> single age. So and especially in work,
1: it's definitely hard because I'm, I'm, you know, what people call a people pleaser. And so I'm like, Oh, yeah, I can totally help with that. And I'm like, such an empath, because I'm like, Oh, my God, this person has so much on their plate. And then I sit down, I'm like, Do I have enough room on my plate, you know? So it's being able to like, kind of sit down, map out my day and be like, okay, you don't have any more room right now. And I'm looking at my dry erase board because I have this like crazy map right now. And just being like, you want some time for yourself in the evenings and like, be able to like do your music and like, you know, like do the passions and stuff like that. So, and I'm really fortunate to have people that are responding to that. a very, very positive way. So um, I I feel really good about that today.
0: (laughs) Yay, amazing. Thank you so much, Sushi. These these are all such beautiful answers and such a beautiful insight into your life. And I'm super, I'm super proud of you as knowing you from uh, the ages of 17, 18. Thank you, I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) Yeah.